Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now at 7, how much of a more than 300-acre wildfire remains uncontained tonight in Cumberland County? And family and friends still searching for a missing teenager. Last seen at Jordan Lake. He, he knew what he was doing with the jet ski. Swimmer as well. Which team is now joining the rescue efforts? Park freight trains are blocking off the only entrance to a Rocky Mount cemetery. We're asking the company why nothing's been done more than a year after WRL first reported on it. I've got the timing on two rounds of rain. Know what to expect. Plus, bring in those plants. Who could see the potential for patchy frost? And let's start by taking a live look at North Hills as the sun is going down on this absolutely gorgeous day. Temperatures will take a major plunge tonight with frost possible overnight. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. And I'm Dan Haggerty. We, we felt the temperatures yeah. dipping all day uh -huh. today. Some of you are going to wake up with temperatures in the mid-30s. Meteorologist Kat Campbell in the WRL Severe Weather Center tracking rain along with it, Kat. A lot to talk about and the first thing the frost and this is an issue with the warm weather that we've seen lately. We have so many plants already blooming so make sure you protect your plants. Bring your pets inside. The risk for a frost includes pretty much everyone but some areas could see a light freeze as well. We wouldn't expect temperatures to be in the upper 20s and Roxborough, Roanoke Rapids, Clarksville long enough for this to be a hard freeze but a light freeze 32 in Durham 31 Wilson 34 degrees in Raleigh 32 degrees in Southern Pine as well as Irwin. We could dip down to 31 degrees in Smithfield tonight. Tonight will be the cooler night and then things begin to change tomorrow. High pressure is going to move offshore and that opens the door for our next rainmaker to move in from the west and that round of rain likely to arrive early in the day on Friday. I will say I don't think that this is going to be a heavy soaking round of rain that would wash away the pollen. Any little bit helps, but we have scattered light rain in the forecast through about lunchtime and then the rain should begin to back off during the afternoon. I'll track the arrival of the rain hour by hour on future casts coming up. All right. Sounds good. Talk to you soon. Thanks, Kat. Authorities in Cumberland County say the wildfire on Dudley Road has grown to more than 300 acres. Right now, that fire is only about 60% contained. WRL Sky 5 flew over the area in the eastern part of the county. Vander's fire chief says crews from multiple agencies did a remarkable job saving lives and property. About 10 families were evacuated and fire crews managed to save at least four homes. No properties were destroyed. Crews spent today knocking down hot spots. Well, we're dealing with uh, low humidity again and wind, shifting winds. Uh, supposed to be a pretty stiff wind. And again, the conditions are right for the fire to, to continue to burn and escalate with the potential of maybe jumping a couple fire lines. The Forestry Service used plows to widen fire lines cut in the woods last night. The chief is advising people who are cleaning yard debris to avoid burning anything until the conditions improve. New tonight, crews just wrapping up their search efforts for today. Still at this point, no sign of the 15-year-old who disappeared on Jordan Lake last night. 
Multiple agencies, including canines from across Chatham County, have been helping to look for this teenager near the Farrington Point boat access. They're looking from the water, of course, land as well around the lake and from the air. In just the last two hours, family confirming the teen you're looking at, Robert Delato. That's the boy's name. The team was riding a jet ski yesterday when it had some mechanical issues. Family went for help, but when they returned, his watercraft was floating there in place with Delato nowhere to be found. Family and friends are still holding out hope he'll be found alive. I do have confidence that um, he, he knew what he was doing with the jet ski. Um, swimmer as well. Search crews will be back out first thing tomorrow searching for the team. And we will bring you any updates on those efforts at WRL.com. New warrants reveal the mother of the missing North Carolina 11-year-old at the center of an FBI investigation wanted help smuggling the little girl and herself away. Madalena Kojakari's mother, Diana, also told a distant relative she was in a bad relationship with her husband, Christopher Palmiter, and wanted a divorce. Investigators believe that relative made multiple calls to people involved in drugs and human smuggling. Madalena was last seen getting off of her school bus in November. Her mother later said she did not report her missing for three weeks. The little girl's mother and stepfather are now in custody. Lee County investigators arrested the co-worker of a man murdered outside a popular Sanford restaurant, Fat Juniors. Armand Jones of Fayetteville is now in custody, accused of shooting and killing Calvin Lester Jr. Lester's body was found in the early morning hours when the restaurant was closed. Investigators say both Jones and Lester worked at the Caterpillar facility nearby. Deputies say this all happened after both men got off work. No word yet on what led up to the shooting. Jones is in jail under no bond. So families in Rocky Mount are telling us that CSX freight trains are blocking the road there, blocking the only entrance to a local cemetery, and they're doing so for hours at a time. It's an issue that WRL first brought, the, brought, you, brought to the company's attention more than a year ago, but nothing appears to have changed. WRL's Keenan Willard is pressing that company again for a response. Kim Crandall tells me the stop trains are more than just an inconvenience. They've been physically shutting her off from grieving for her son here, and it's made the last year even harder on their family. It's very depressing and upsetting to know that you can't get across there to visit your loved one. Kim Crandall's son, Javante, was murdered in Rocky Mount 10 months ago. He's buried at Mark's Chapel Cemetery, and every other day, his mother tries to visit his gravesite. But she says half the time, something's standing in the way. The train track is only one entrance, and they continue to block that. Two years ago, rail company CSX built its Carolina Connector Terminal nearby, shutting off one of the two access roads to the cemetery. The only remaining entrance is crossed by tracks that the trains use to wait for the terminal. The result? Sometimes the trains stay on the track three hours. Uh, you have to leave and come back, and sometimes when you come back that second time, you still can't get across. Crandall says for months, her family members have been blocked for mourning or trapped on the cemetery side for hours at a time. It has sent me in a down spiral before, and it's very upsetting. It's not a new issue. WREL reported on parked CSX trains blocking families from the cemetery over a year ago. At the time, the company told WRL it would fix the issue with a new policy, breaking apart waiting trains to allow cars in and out of the cemetery. 
but Crandall says that hasn't happened. I don't know who to start with in this process, but I would just like to see something done. WREL reached out to CSX again this week, asking the company if they ever implemented the promised policy of breaking apart the trains to allow cemetery access, as well as if they've considered developing another way in and out of the cemetery. Today, a CSX spokesperson says the company is looking into the issue. Some families feel it should be a simple fix. If you have to block the entrance, uh, take the, the cars apart. Leave space in there for the cars to come across the track. Keenan Willard, WRL News, right. Rocky Mount. Six rapes have been reported at UNC Chapel Hill in a two-week span, all happening at residence halls or fraternity houses. WRL learned of the reports going through the UNC police crime log. Some of the rapes, though recently reported, happened as long ago as 2019. A survivor advocate says delayed reporting is common, especially at colleges. This is something we see a lot, especially in situations where the person who has um, perpetrated the sexual harm has uh, some kind of social standing or social power in the, in the community. So um, athletes, uh, professors, um, people who are heavily involved or have a public um, persona on campus. Um, they tend to experience a lot of a lot of public support. In a statement, UNC told us its top priority is safety of its students, faculty and staff. We take this responsibility seriously and encourage the reporting of incidents. Spokesperson highlighted several resources for survivors. We have those on WRL.com along with this story. I'm Chris Lovingood in the WREL Live Center following this story. Governor Roy Cooper detailing that $1 billion worth of mental health plan that is supposed to address not just mental health, but also substance abuse needs with the increasing overdose deaths, as well as alarming rates of suicide among young people. So just a couple of points that uh, he's trying to address with this plan. More behavioral health services for people in schools and jail. More spending on inpatient treatment and supplemental services like mobile crisis units to help people who are going through psychiatric episodes. And and then the governor also wants to raise Medicaid reimbursement rates to provide mental health services uh, to the providers of mental health services, that is. So just some significant points there that it's outlining this. And mind you, this is all coming at a time during the Medicaid expansion discussions that are happening at the state level, as well as Republicans saying that they may have been able to agree on some key terms regarding the budget. But if you want to detail this a little bit more, this uh, health uh, spending plan, you can go to WRL.com. We've got it all laid out for you there and a uh, mental health effort he laid out during the State of the State on Monday. Chris, thank you so much. Can't tell you that some state lawmakers are hoping to add North Carolina to the list of states that have officially requested a constitutional convention. Two bills that, to do just that, passed the State House today. WRL Capitol Bureau Chief Lauren Leslie explains the reasoning on both sides. <laughs> Most constitutional amendments come to us from Congress, but an Article 5 convention would allow delegates from the states to propose amendments instead. The supporters say it's the only way states can really rein in Congress, but opponents warn it could mean a small group of politicians could essentially rewrite the Constitution. House Speaker Tim Moore filed the bill calling for an Article 5 constitutional convention on term limits for Congress, an issue that Congress itself has refused to consider. He said the framers of the Constitution included Article 5 for exactly such a problem. One of the things they knew they had to have was a mechanism where the states could hold the federal government accountable if it ever just got out of hand and out of control. If we don't see that today, I don't know when we've seen it. But they can rein that in. Article 5 was that tool. If 34 states pass the same resolution calling for a convention, Congress has to convene one. 
But Bob Phillips with Common Cause warns the Constitution does not give states the power to limit what changes the convention might propose once it's underway. It's the only time the Constitutional Convention back in 1787 was where they initially went in with the Articles of Confederation to do some tweaks and then they just rewrote the Constitution. Phillips says it's unclear who the delegates would be, who would choose them, or what rules they would have to follow. They could even repeal constitutional liberties and protections. It's frightening, and it's not, you know, of course, in our minds, necessary. This is not good for democracy. It's not good for the people of uh, the country. But Representative John Hardister says it's all about democracy because three-quarters of the states, 38 of them, would have to ratify whatever changes might come out of it. This country's not going to tear apart the Constitution or do anything that's going to be antithetical to our Constitution because whatever we come up with is going to be a positive outcome for this country. The State House passed two bills today calling for a constitutional convention. They both now go to the Senate, and those are resolutions, not bills. So the governor doesn't have the power to veto them. Laura Leslie, WRAL News, Raleigh. Pharmaceutical company Novo Nordisk is expanding in Johnston County. The company bought more than 100 acres of land in Clayton for nearly $7 million. That's according to deeds filed February 23rd. The new land sits near its current location in Clayton. Novo Nordisk is one of the county's largest employers since arriving nearly three decades ago. Investigators are still trying to figure out who is behind the power grid attack that left 45,000 people in the dark. But I call them a bunch of cowards why they're looking into hate groups in connection with that Moore County investigation. Plus, surveillance cameras captured a luxury car heist in our state where thefts drove the vehicles right out of the dealership showroom. Why officials believe this could be part of a larger operation. The Moore County Sheriff telling us his office is looking into whether hate groups were involved in the power grid attack back in December. Sheriff Ronnie Field says investigators are vetting all angles right now. He says tips are coming in slower and it has been difficult gathering evidence. WRL has confirmed the Proud Boys were among those protesting outside of a drag show in Southern Pines the same night as the attacks. The drag show had just gotten underway when that power went out for tens of thousands of people in the county. But I call them a bunch of cowards that would do that type of thing to cut our power infrastructures in our county for 45,000 residents here and the amount of damage they cost to these local businesses out here. That's millions and millions of dollars. A reward of $100,000 is being offered for information that leads to an arrest and conviction of the person or people responsible for the attack. Boy, we cannot stop watching this video. A car heist in Charlotte. Police are searching for a group of people caught on camera stealing these luxury cars right out of the dealership showroom. Surveillance video shows the moments the suspects drove them right out of the Adams Auto Group, smashing through a door on the way out. A police report reveals the thieves got away with $200,000 worth of vehicles. This is the second dealership in that area hit by thieves in a month. Investigators believe they could be the same people. Well, in less than an hour, the intersection of Hillsborough Street and Blue Ridge Road will close, and this intersection is going to stay closed for several months. The DOT is going to make Blue Ridge Road pass underneath Hillsborough Street, the railroad tracks, and Barrel Road. 
The project is part of a larger one to improve safety for the air in the area for people attending events at PNC Arena and the State Fairgrounds. Tonight we are getting an inside look at the North Carolina Freedom Park in downtown Raleigh ahead of its opening this summer. It's been nearly three years since crews broke ground there on the program and now we're closer to seeing that final product. WRL's Destiny Patterson shows us how a group of students will use their skills to shed light on the park itself and the meaning behind it. I joined a group of Wake County students for one of the first official tours of Freedom Park. Contractors say that this will be a giant leap for the city, the state, and the black community. Freedom. People who have thought about it most deeply are the people who are denied it most completely. And the idea of freedom is one that organizers take seriously. I grew up in a segregated North Carolina. I could not sit in the front of the bus. I could not go to certain bathrooms. They've worked for nearly two decades to build a space to appreciate North Carolina's black history. It has taken 17 years to reach this point. The current generation is facing new uh, obstacles and new struggles as the struggle for freedom continues. It's our deep history that we don't really get to see. Janae Snell and her classmates will be creating an app highlighting black history in downtown Raleigh, including Freedom Park. She says the city needs this. There isn't anything else like this um, in other places in Raleigh. They will reflect on the quotes that are around the wall and they will look at the beacon, which is a guide and an inspiration uh, for the future. And they will leave here with a new outlook on uh, freedom and equality for all. While the contractors didn't want to put a specific date on it, they say they hope to welcome their first guests this summer. Destiny Patterson, WRL News, Raleigh. Well, we are coming to an end of this absolutely beautiful day. And boy, the temperature is really going to start falling. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Kat, how cold will it be? It's going to be in the low to mid 30s tonight. Today felt much, much cooler than it has been lately, but it's actually pretty much right on par with where we should be in early March. Today, tonight, though, we've got clear skies, light winds, dry air, and that means temperatures are really going to be plummet, plummeting. So a heads up, we could see a frost, but it is a beautiful night. A live look from the city of Raleigh Museum there at the Natural Sciences Museum. Looking at our sunsets, you know, of course, it's dark out right now. Saturday, the sunset 618, but by Sunday, 719 p.m. So during our 7 o'clock newscast next week, we should have some really pretty sunsets to show you. Our pollen count today was high. It'll stay high tomorrow, but there is some relief in sight on Friday, and that's because we've got the chance for rain Friday. Tomorrow should be a good day to wash your car. Friday, it's just going to be that kind of a rain that collects the pollen. It's not really going to wash it all away. Sunday into Monday, though, that's the round of more significant rain that could really be more of a soaker to help wash away the pollen. We do have high pressure remaining in control of our local weather, but that backs off tomorrow, and then it opens the door for our next front to move in from the west, and that's going to bring some rain by early Friday morning. No rain tomorrow or tomorrow night. After midnight, that's when we could see some spotty light drizzle gradually moving in from the west. I don't think that this is going to be very heavy rain for us, but by the time we get to the morning commute on Friday, we've got some scattered showers around, mainly light. They stick around through the late morning hours and lunchtime, but after lunchtime, we should dry out from west to east. So I think that the evening commute will be in better shape than the morning commute on Friday. But I will say it's still going to be pretty cloudy and chilly on Friday. Just definitely a different look outside. 52 degrees in Raleigh right now. 
53 degrees in Greensboro. All the basketball games in good shape there tonight with dry weather. If you know anybody driving back this way, they're not going to have to drive back and any rain or anything like that, but it will be chilly. A frost possible tonight. 32 in Durham, 34 in Raleigh, 35 degrees in Fayetteville, and we could dip as low as the upper 20s briefly in Roxboro. Tomorrow is our last day in the 60s on the entire seven day forecast. After that, it's 50s across the board, and this is the well advertised cool down that we've been talking talking about for weeks now. Friday and Sunday, those are our best chances for rain. Still some rain sticking around early on Monday, but we should dry out by the middle of next week. So if you're thinking ahead to the weekend already, we're halfway there. Saturday, that's going to be your day for outdoor plans to dodge the rain. Boy, I am cheering rain because I couldn't even talk in here in the studio without yeah. wanting to sneeze. People so. don't realize know, the I fight like, you've been having <laughs> against like, the sneezes in here tonight. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, Kat. Today is International Women's Day, the way Chapel Hill is celebrating the holiday and the women who keep the town running. Next. A medical technology startup based in Cary and backed by NBA star Charles Barkley has received FDA clearance for its first-to-market seizure disorder device. Inspired by her own experience of living with seizures, NeuroVice founder Ashlyn Sanders created this device called the Protector Against Tongue Injury, or PADI device. It's designed to prevent oral injuries, but Sanders says it can also support a patient's open airway during a seizure. Sanders raised more than $2 million to make it a reality. Seems like such mm. a simple idea, Pretty but what neat. a great yeah, design. It's wow. going to help people. Well, in honor of International Women's Day, the town of Chapel Hill is honoring the women who keep it moving. Check this out. They shared this video online today, highlighting the many roles women serve. This is great. The video including staff from all over the, the town, Chapel Hill Police and Fire Departments, the Transit, Public Library, Parks and Recreation, the Parking Services, Communications, Community Arts, <laughs> the Town Manager's Office, Public Works, Public Housing, Emergency Management. If I forgot anybody, I'm sorry. I, think I, <laughs> I listed everybody there. But look, I mean, a lot of great women helping that mm -hmm. city and every other city in our area Absolutely. to do what yeah. it does. We hope you will join us and our special guest tomorrow to celebrate the local arts community. Yeah, one of those people we're going to see from Broughton to Broadway, Tony Award-winning performer Beth Level talked to WRL about her start on the stage. My first show I ever did was my senior year at Broughton High School. I remember the first day of rehearsal and I instantly went, who are these people and where have they been all my life? What a fun, I love that story. Oh yes, I know, that's great. See Beth Level and others perform during Big Night In for the Arts tomorrow at 7 on WRL. So we're going to have that special instead of our regular newscast. And I'm going to be out there out and about the entire yeah. day. So, uh, you know, four, five, six, all of our newscasts in the, in the evening. Fun. I'll be out there uh, letting you know all the special events and all the guests. It's going to be a great time. Hope you can join us. Yeah. Thanks for being with us tonight. See you again at 10 and 11. Good night, everybody. Keep watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.